Hello everyone, this is Lara. Welcome to Math for Knitters, episode 39. I just put up as well today the rerun of episode 30, which concludes our reruns. Episode 30 was when I went to um, the Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival with my sister, and we had a wonderful time. And um, yeah, you get to hear all of our frolics and my uh, kind of crazy sounding giggle <laughs> um, quite a lot. So, but on with the show. Today's show is about darning and I'm going to bring up the blog because I just blogged a whole bunch of photos about it. Let's see. <laughs> okay, just in case you don't know, the uh, show or the blog for this show is math for knitters. That's the number four blogspot.com and it's coming in. here it is all right it's a very heavy uh, photo heavy post so do um, do sit down if you don't have a good internet connection because it will take a while but basically I had these um, golf club covers that I made for a friend and he complained that they had holes in them he said they happened almost right away and that maybe something was wrong, you know, with the yarn. And I don't doubt him. And after I darned them, it was clear that they were mostly one stitch, um, possibly two stitches a piece. And to me, that sounds like either a split stitch, which does become weak uh, very quickly, or a active cat, um, because cats at least in my yarn and my knitting tend to go for those single row snags and can chew the heck out of something um, or maybe tear a snag on something but I don't know um, but I told him I'd fix it for him and it was it wasn't too hard and it gave me something to talk about but basically first I always look at I pull a little bit on the hole and I look at what's loose and I try to find the lowest row that's complete and I look at the row above that. So in this case, I had basically some knitting that was clearly, you know, not there or broken. And then a couple of rows down a laddered stitch, which is similar to what would happen when you drop a stitch off your needle. Um, you can actually fix that really easily with a crochet hook and just a little bit of practice. Um, that's basically what I did. I uh, took the two ladders, which is what you call the yarn behind the drop stitch and above it and I just pulled those two up with a crochet hook and then I put my I had a, a knitting needle a small sock needle and these um, clubs were knit I'm probably a size five um, here the needle I'm using to hold the work is probably a size two uh, maybe even a one so basically it doesn't matter what you use just as long as it's small enough that it isn't going to distort the stitches a lot Ideally, if you were super confident, you wouldn't use anything. Um, my minimum is actually a little bit of dental floss or just sewing thread. Um, I'll thread it through the loose stitches that I know I've got. That way, if something goes wrong and I drop the piece or pull on it or something and I cause it to, to ladder down, then I can't lose any more stitches than what I've already lost. It, it's kind of a safety net. So fortunately, I still had the yarn, leftover yarn in my stash, and um, I am pretty bad about stashing, which means I, I keep every darn little thing. Um, I do have my stash organized by weight, although I did do some wire knitting, um, which I think 
I don't remember. I think I talked about it on the show. And I tried to find my leftover wire and the tools I had, and I cannot find them, which means I put them someplace very safe and have now forgotten where that was. But so I bring up, uh, bring up your stitches, and once, often once you've started this process, it all becomes fairly clear, fairly soon. And in the first example on the blog, you can see that it's just one row of that gold color. And so I started about two rows, or I mean two stitches away from the hole so that I'd have, you know, a good anchor and a good idea too of how I wanted to proceed. And then I just kind of filled in that hole and you can, you can see me do it. And um, almost at the very end, I made a mistake where I, I uh, actually darned it wrong and ended up with a pearl stitch which is okay. So I just undid what I had done and redid it and it came out actually quite neat. I'm very pl very pleased with it. And then I went and darned uh, two rows worth of white, which you can also see. Um, what you see up there, I think that it was, t yeah, it was two rows of white. And I think I thought I needed to do, oh no, I did a black row too. So you can see what I've done up into where I need the rest of the black. You can see two loose stitches or two live stitches and then live stitches from the gold and live stitches from the white. So that was actually a more extensive tear. Um, I would really say that was probably a tear because I can't imagine how that would have happened. And it's not even in the same place as where I changed yarns. So it was, that was very strange. And then I had one that was basically just a dropped stitch with a little bit of another issue. And in that one, I also miscrossed my darn. And instead of going back and fixing it, I just darned over it again. And if you look very, very closely at uh, the next to last photo, you can see that it's a little thicker there. It's um, it's white yarn, so it's a little hard to see. But you can actually see that I have two layers of darning over that spot. And um, it hides my mistake, for one. And for two, it actually makes that area even stronger. Ideally, when you darn anything, you're not pairing, you're leaving it a little stronger and so another thing that I do is I leave a nice long probably four inch tail every time I start a darn and then in darning in those ends I think that I'm probably helping make that area a little stronger because sometimes like for a sock uh, wear occurs in specific places so even if you have a reinforced heel or toe you might get you know a hole right next to that from just from wear of the shoe like my uh, socks tend to wear just before where you would normally put your toe reinforcement so I know when I darn those areas I need to um, make it work out now um, I thought of another tip after last the last show I did um, which is if you're still if you've made swatches and you're trying and you're trying and you still can't quite get the hang of looking at knit stitches as a lattice that you're repairing, you could do, do what I call a single row switch swatch, which is where you're knitting your usual swatch, and then for just one row, like in your pattern, you change your yarn color, um, but ideally not your weight, and you just do one row of a different color. So you do that in your stockinette, you do that in your garter stitch, you do that in your ribbing, and that will make it crystal clear where 
uh, your yarn needs to go for you to darn. And so you could practice darning over that single row and see how you do. And once you've got that, I think it will all become very plain. This is another one of those areas in knitting where confidence <laughs> matters a lot. I find that in knitting as in life, it's my own fear of failure that stops me before I've even begun. And it keeps me guessing the whole time I'm doing it. And sometimes that's just not the proper attitude. Um, there are times when you do need extra vigilance and that level of worry can be a good thing. But there are lots of times also where it actually causes you to make mistakes or not try at all, which is sometimes even worse. So just relax, go with the flow. And if you screw it up, it's only knitting. <laughs> um, I think that's the show for today. Um, kind of a quick one. But if you go look on the website and look at the photos, I think it will be very instructive. And I hope that you're having a nice Sunday. I'm having a wonderful Sunday where I'm neglecting most of my chores and responsibilities <laughs> uh, to finish a sock and uh, talk with you fine people. So, yeah. Um, next show. Let's see. Next show. Let me have a look. <laughs> I said I would do one about s duplicate stitch, one about darning, one about Kitchener. Okay, so that's next. Um, yeah, so I'll do that next. And I will see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye.